Hey everyone, this is the Mr. Mike Agostino, and the views expressed on this show are mine and mine alone. I do not have any affiliation with Sport Lisboa Benfica. I do not represent Sport Lisboa Benfica. I do not represent any Casas do Benfica, any supporters group, any other type of organization officially um, established within um, Sport Lisboa Benfica. These views are completely mine. They are 100% unsanctioned and 100% independent. Enjoy the show. Nation, welcome to Mr. Benfica. Welcome to episode 21. That's right, this is the peasy of Mr. Benfica episodes. That's right, it is preseason 2019 20, and Benfica are in the USA. That's right, Benfica are here in the USA. One game down, another one coming up very shortly, and then one more to go this weekend. Uh, this is the second episode of Season 2 here of Mr. Benfica. And it is, like I said, Episode 21. Benfica in the USA again. And this is exciting for those of us Portuguese Americans here in North America. Here, uh, not just in the United States, but also in Canada. Shout out to all the Canadian Benfiquistas making the trip down here into the States below the 49th parallel um, to support as Agiesh here in the USA. Shout out to all the other Benfica podcasts. They're getting their thing going. Especially the one, the only, the Benfica podcast. They're back rolling. Uh, great stuff from them all summer. Great stuff from them last week. Benfica FEM's got a new episode out. Check that out, okay? Um, Benfica After 90 doing post games. They're, they're, they're killing it right now. You gotta check out the one. Um, after the Chivas match, the match we're going to talk about here tonight. Um, if you check out their episode that they posted after the Chivas match, man, Alex was at the match, and I, you just see, there's something about seeing the genuine happiness in a fan that just makes that episode so special. And, and the man, I mean, Alex, shout out, brother. He lived a dream last week with Befica in his backyard. He went to training. He went to, to the Casa de Befica to the dinner to see the trophy. He met Luizão. He met Rui Costa. You know, he had his little girl with him at training. It was, it was fantastic just to see that joy 
um, in, in fellow fans is very special. And this is why Befica needs to keep coming here to the United States because we are that passionate here, okay? No, we can't go to every match like, like fans that live in Lisboa or, you know, in Lukunti, anywhere in the continent essentially can do, okay? We can't. We can't go to those matches every weekend. It's very hard to get to to uh, Befica matches. And you heard my blurb last week about uh, my parents' headache with Sata, all right? I, I'm going to tie that story up tonight and uh, put a bow on it and close it out. I'll tell you how it closed out, all right? My parents are back on American soil. Um, no, they did not fly Sata home. Um, I'll fill you in after the break on that. But uh, Benfica are rolling. Big winners. 3-1 to one winners over Chivas, all right? We're not going to have any news tonight because it's preseason. The news is the preseason. A couple things, I'll just I'll just put it out there right now. Befica have signed Vinicius from from Napoli. Expensive forward, but I think, if I'm not mistaken, 17 million euros for a forward that Napoli had on loan to Monaco, um, who has prior experience in the Liga, having played for Rio Ave. And he's also, come, he's also played in Portugal for a smaller team as well, when the name escapes me right now. But he's joined... Um, Kadij and David Tavares are still injured. That's in the news. Uh, there's really very little information about their recovery or timeline at this point. Um, the club have not really released any of that. The women's team is back at work. Preseason began this week. Uh, new manager, Andrade. He, he, those of you that remember Befica back in the Vietnam area, era, excuse me, um, back in the late 90s, early 2000s, will remember that name. He played for Befica at that time. Uh, he teamed up with guys like Calado, like um, with Nuno Gomes, and um, just after João Pinto left, I believe was his time. He may have he may have crossed paths with João Pinto as well. Uh, Elder, um, you know those guys back in that in in that late '90s, early 2000 time. He was in the team at that point. Um, he's now managing the women's team, and though my heart <laughs> my heart breaks having lost João Marques, I think he was the man to go forward. Obviously. I have 100% support behind the new manager of the women's team because I want to see this women's team uh, kick it off by winning the Supertaça and finish it off winning the Liga BPE, winning the Portuguese First Division, and booking a spot into the Women's Champions League. All right, So we're going to have Reconquista. We're going to have a little bit of audio. Um, I'm going to play a little bit of audio. And then we're going to get in to the Chivas match. All right? Um, I'll just wrap up the story now about my parents and Sata. So, long story short, they Sata flew them back to Lisbon after putting them in five-star hotels for three nights in São Miguel. They uh, went back to they went back to to our aldea, went back to the the um, the municipality of Obidus. Okay, um, they went back to the aldea, spent the rest of the week there. And funny thing, my father rented another car, and. On the last night, while going to to Caldas de Rinha for dinner, he, uh, in one of the many rotaries in the city, uh, got in a fender bender. So, uh, the rental car was totaled. Fortunately, the old man paid uh, paid his 50 euros for full coverage of uh, insurance when renting the vehicle. Um, so, he uh, the vehicle was covered. That was good, but he... They did not get dinner on that last night. They had Pop Six and Cage that night in the house. Um, the only thing they had left in the house at that time. 
Um, they made their way home. Last Sunday, I went to Logan Airport with my son. I picked them up. It was uh, a fun day for my son. He'd never been in the city before. Um, we drove in. He saw all the tall buildings, just like, just like the buildings he makes with his with his blocks. You know, he loves to build towers. Uh, he was amazed to see real live big glass buildings like you see in Boston. Um, drove in along the Charles River, um, over by Boston University. I showed him the river, showed him the truss bridge that crosses the river. Uh, took him into the Ted Williams Tunnel, something my three-year-old son was a little afraid of. The idea of going under the ocean to get to the airport, but it, it, he liked it. In the end, he liked it. He went up the huge escalator. In the in Logan Airport, he loved that. You know, we picked up the old folks. We drove them back home. Had ourselves a little cookout afterwards. It was a good time. Um, but, <laughs> moral of the story, I asked my parents. They will not be flying with Sata next time they go back to Portugal. No, 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 no. So they flew home on top. And the next time they go to Portugal, they will probably either fly with top or fly another airline um, and get a connection in another airport. Um... It just, Sata just drops the ball once again. Um, but that's that. When we get back on the other side, we are going to go over the match with Chivas last last Saturday um, at Levi's Stadium, or Levi's Stadium, as Elder Kondut said on uh, BTV. Those of you that, that watch the re-air on BTV, uh, continually calling it Levi's Stadium. A little funny, um, little funny mispronunciation. Um, so stay right there. We got Reconquista coming up. We got a little bit of audio, and then we'll get right into the match. All right. This is Mr. Benfica. Follow me on Twitter at Benfica Mister and on Instagram at Mr. Benfica. Search Mr. Benfica on Facebook as well. See you on the other side, Benficaistas. Jornada sofrida, a glória da vitória tem que ser bem nutrida Na reconquista do que é nosso por direito Quem não fico por fazer o que podia ter sido feito Se queres a nossa força sabes que estamos contigo Em casa ou fora nós somos o eterno abrigo Sabes que estamos contigo Nós somos o eterno abrigo Ouve a nossa voz O querer de todos nós Até que não se explica Carrega bem fica, carrega bem fica Ouve a nossa voz O querer de todos nós A fé que não se explica Carrega bem fica, carrega bem fica Ouve a nossa voz O querer de todos nós A fé que não se explica Carrega bem fica, carrega bem fica Ouve a nossa voz O querer de todos nós Não o carregas sozinho Em cada esquina há um vizinho Sente o carinho Do Algarve até ao Minho O vermelho pinta a Tuga E é isso o teu colinho Na reconquista do que é nosso Por direito que eu não vi Por fazer o que podia ter sido feito Se queres a nossa força Sabes que estamos contigo Em casa ou fora Nós somos o eterno abrigo Sabes que estamos contigo 
Nós somos um eterno abrigo And we're back. This is Mr. Benfica. I am the Mr. Mike Agostinho. And let's get into this match now against Chivas Guadalajara. All right. Uh, we're not going to be here very long tonight because, um, long story short, I am not on my way to New Jersey today like I had planned. Nope, I am still here in Massachusetts, and I will not be making it to Red Bull Arena tonight for the Benfica versus Fiorentina match, which I am greatly disappointed about. But uh, life um, sometimes has other plans than what we want, and um, you just got to roll with the punches and keep going. And Benfica will be kicking off in about 51 minutes, so I am not going to be talking here very long. Because I want to get to the TV and I want to watch that match. Alright. So we'll go to the starting lineup. We're in Santa Clara, California. Of course, Levi's or Levis Stadium. The 11 for Chivas. In goal, Raul Gudinho. In the back, Jose Van Ranken. Dieter Villarpondo. Alex Vega. Antonio Briseño. Miguel Ponce. Carlos Villanueva. Miguel Basulto. Jose Jesus Gonzalez, Alan Cervantes, and the manager is Tomas Boy. Befica start with Odie, Nuno Tavares playing in an unfamiliar right-back role. Ruben Diaz and Ferro partnering up in the central defense for the first time this preseason. And Grimaldo in his normal left-back position in the midfield. Tino, Gabriel, Pizzi, and Kai Lucas with RDT and Seferovic up front. All right. Very important note to make here. Chivas, Chivas are not a good team. I'm going to say it right out the bat. Anyone who's followed any Mexican football in the last two years knows Chivas has not done well. Chivas are going into this Apertura season here um, in danger of relegation. And it's extremely hard to get relegated in Mexico. you got to be bad for several um, consecutive tournaments. Chivas are in that role. Worse off for Chivas, this is not even their first team because they had their first game of the season the very next day against Santos Laguna in Liga MX play. So the manager doing the best he can, Thomas Boy, and he would split the team into two. One team that would play against Benfica and the other that would play against Santos Laguna. Um, the Mexican League not rescheduling any games to allow Chivas to play in this competition. A little bit... Um, Unfortunate, and it has a lot to do, I think, with Liga MX and FMEF, the Mexican Federations. Um, they're basically in bed with Soccer United Marketing, a marketing arm of Major League Soccer and U.S. Uh, US soccer, um, as well as Mexican soccer. So um, they they have their own tours. Uh, soccer United Marketing has their own friendlies, their own matches. 
The International Champions Cup is run by a company called Relevant Sports. They are the company trying to bring La Liga matches to the United States. They tried to bring Barcelona versus Girona last year to Miami. Okay, so Relevant Sports and Soccer United Marketing are two rivaling companies trying to do the same thing, fighting to get the same clubs. Um, I think this was Soccer United Marketing flexing their muscle in Mexico and not allowing uh, Liga Emekis to allow um, to allow Chivas to reschedule uh, their league match. And let me go on the on the premise also saying Chivas is not a team I care for. Okay, I think they have they take stands and they take um, they have a philosophy that I do not agree with. Okay, they're a borderline xenophobic club. They refuse to sign anybody but Mexican players. Okay, when Mexican American players are given the opportunity to play for Chivas, they must first renounce their U.S. eligibility to play for the U.S. national team. I think that's disgraceful. I think that's wrong. If it, if a team in Major League Soccer, if the very Chivas fans in Levi's Stadium, okay, if their San Jose Earthquakes took on an all-American, um, you know, an all-American policy where they'd only um, sign American players and force Mexican-Americans to renounce their Mexican eligibility, these fans would all be up in arms. They'd be boycotting the earthquakes, yet they, they, they support Chivas wholeheartedly. I'm not going to talk any more about politics, but just to give you a, a background, I don't care for this club. I watch Liga Mekis. I follow most closely America, of course, the, the Aguilas, where the Aguilas, naturally, um, I'm going to follow America. And uh, Chivas are the great rival of America. So, um, with that said, this Chivas team was crap. Okay? Uh, I have to say that out front. They, they're crap. Okay? It, yeah, it's not their first their first 11. But just so you can see the level of the players in that starting 11, the goalkeeper, Godinho. Raul Godinho is a former Porto B player. And defender, Briseño. Joined Chivas from the mighty Ferenc last season. That's right. Last place Ferenc who didn't win a game after the month of August. Okay. So this is the level of player we're playing against. So I'm not going to get ecstatic about the final result of this match. Okay. Benfica looked good. Yes. They did things well. They moved the ball well. Their movement was good. Considering they were playing in the heat at, I believe it was 1 p.m. local time out there in California. Brutal time of day to play a, a football match. Put there simply because of the TV schedule of the International Champions Cup. But that's business. We know that. Alright, this is what you sign up for when you come here. Alright, uh, Nuno Tavares gets his first opportunity at right back after two good performances at left back. And it's the first time RDT and Seferovic team up um, in the attack. Second minute, Gabriel has a, le a left-footed free kick go right into the wall. Benfica early on establishing um, their dominance. And in the third minute, Tino's pass is deflected by a Chivas player. It goes directly to RDT, who does very well to receive the ball and turn on a dime with the defender on his back. Turns away, fires a shot. It's high and wide, but real early. This, this RDT guy, I like what I see from him so far. And it's not that he's scoring goals or it's not that he's, you know, linking up. There's still a lot of adapting that he's going to need to do in the next couple of of uh, weeks before this starts for real, okay? But I just see the little things. The way he turns, the way his first touch looks, 
those little things, he really excels at. And I think this is a real quality player that we have picked up. Yes, we paid a lot of money for him, but I really think that this is a quality uh, purchase for Benfica. Time will tell if he can gel with Seferovic. Time will tell if he can adapt to the Portuguese league and if he can keep putting goals in the, go in the balls in the goal the way he has in the preseason. A minute later, Gabriel does what Gabriel does best. And that is making the pass right before the assist. That's right, Gabriel plays in. Caio into space. Caio looks up and from the goalkeeper's right and plays a perfect pass across the face of goal. Right onto RDT's run for the tip-in. Befica ahead, 1-0, 4 minutes in. The goal by Raul de Tomas. RDT as he wears on the back of his jersey. And Befica are quickly ahead. 7th minute, Pizzi's pass goes straight to Jesus Gonzalez. Um, a unusual turnover, but in the ninth minute, okay, we have Sport TV. Okay, so this first half I was watching on Sport TV. I watched, um, I picked up a link online, um, a Shami Mensa, a Tenya Shami Mensa. That website has all the Benfica games, um, all the Benfica games after the fact. There's a link to all of them. I will actually put the link to that page in the show notes so that you guys can see it in case you miss a Benfica match. So I watched the first half with on there, which was the Sport TV feed. Second half was with uh, BTV and uh, Elder Condut. So they tell us Benfica has had just beaten a local California club with ties to the Portuguese community. 9-1 earlier in the week in a hat-trick from Jota. Tenth minute. Benfica are very comfortable in control of the tempo and the flow of the match. The 11th minute, a nice give and go between Caillou and Grimaldo. Leaves, leaves the Spanish wingback free to cross towards goal. The cross is played behind for a corner by a diving header clearance from Briseño. Okay, the former Feirense player. 14th minute, Nuno Tavares' left-footed in-swinging cross is gathered at the far post by Gudinho. 17th minute. Pizzi brings down Cervantes at the edge of the penalty area. Odi easily saves Gonzalez's left-footed free-kick effort. 20-minute of the match, and I wrote down that the majority of the match is, is with Benfica playing in the Chivas half. You know how I am on territory, everybody. Benfica dominating territory in this one. Um, even if possession wasn't wasn't was near even. It, the whole game's being played in Chivas' end or in the middle third. Um... Finally, in the 24th minute, the Chivas fans take a break from their trumpeting and their singing. And you can hear Glorioso SLB ringing out at Levi's Stadium uh, before the Chivas fans promptly fire that trumpet right back up and get going again. And I'm sorry for the uh, static you're hearing. I am wiping the sweat off of my brow right now. I'm in the car recording this. And the air conditioner is busted. I have no air conditioner in this car. It is hot. <laughs> it's a, and uh, I am needing to wipe sweat off of my face as I, as I read these notes before I get uh, inside for the the match. Um, this is the only quiet place I can find to record this. Thirtieth minute here, Grimaldo easily wins another ball back in midfield. Plays it back to Tino. And Befica build up play again as the referee calls for a cooling break. Bruno Lage takes advantage of the cooling break and gives a few pointers. And we see the sweet USA Tour badge on the American, uh, with the American flag on Befica's sleeve. This was mentioned by Nelly on on uh, Twitter. Uh, 
big shout out to Nelson there from Bermuda. Uh, Nelly Boy on Twitter points out that if he were American, he would have loved uh, one of these jerseys. Okay. Um, the camera pans the crowd and we see all the cheap knockoff jerseys in the crowd from both teams. And it does make me laugh because both teams, so many fans are wearing cheap knockoffs. Nobody's wearing the official gear, at least in that shot. That was pretty funny. Um, I guess Portuguese and Mexican fans have something in common. Uh, in the 30th minute, Ruben Diaz is nailed from behind by Jesus Gonzalez. The Mexican forward is cautioned by the American referee. 40th minute, Gabriel wins another ball in midfield and is fouled again, this time by Miguel Ponce. Seconds later, Gabriel returns the favor and sees yellow. 42nd uh, minute, Odie with a huge save from Basulto's header as Chivas make their way into the Befica penalty area for the first time on a cross from Miguel Ponce. And at that point, shortly thereafter, we had halftime. Benfica go in 1-0 at halftime over Chivas. Really too many substitutions to, to mention in this game. Um, so I'm not going to do like I normally do each 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 individual substitution. But I will note, Jardel and Rafa come on at halftime. Ruben and Caillou come off. 48th minute, Vega is in for Chivas. Uh, is in for Chivas to force a save from an outstretched Odie. Another, two minutes later, Vega finds Miguel Ponce. Okay, and... He fires a right-footed effort from 20 yards out, right off the bar. Chivas now beginning to get a little bit of a, of a presence in the match. But Benfica quickly collect themselves and regain control. 57th minute, Chivas simplifying now. Uh, I think the heat's affecting them and their lack of depth, obviously, because they brought a short bench, they brought a short squad, very few substitutions for Chivas in this one. They start to knock long balls a lot more and start to play much more direct. And... Um, in the 59th minute, Villar Pardo uh, from 25, sorry, Villar Pando from 25 yards away fires another one off the bar, and the bar for several minutes is shaking back and forth off of that one. Befica fortunate still to be ahead, but really, Chivas, uh, the gas tank is blown at this point. Uh, Befica, they they break down the left. Rafa finds RDT, but his shot is high and wide. But Befica again now. Entering the match, really taking over, and Benfica at this point are showing their absolute class and their absolute—they're um, a level above Chivas, there's no question. And with that being said, they're even another level above this second-tier um, Chivas side. There's no question about that. This is not one of the top teams in Mexico. 66 minutes, Jota is hit as he plays in Seferovic. He had just come on. Uh, four substitutes came on in the 64th. Tarap, Samari, Jota, and Chiquinho. Um, and right away, you notice Tarap taking on the Gabriel role as he is pressing hard. And again, back to Jota, who is just nailed playing in Seferovic. And the Swiss assassin was just wide on goal um, as Jota was slow getting up. 67th minute. Benfica worked the ball left as worked the ball to the left as Grimaldo then crosses perfectly for Severovic, whose header is only kept out by the cat like reflexes of the one and only Raul Godinho, the former Porto B player, the former 
mighty Porto B player. Uh, 69 minute, Tarapt takes his space with the dribble, finds Jota, who turns, Jota turns and plays Rafa in, onto his, right into his stride, onto his right foot, just to the left of the penalty spot, and Rafa coolly slides it home with the inside of his right foot, Benfica up 2-0 now in Santa Clara, California, and Rafa makes it the second one, beautiful goal. Uh, absolutely calm finish from the Portugal international as he received a beautiful pass from Jota, the Portugal youth international. 74th minute now, a long string of passes. Finds finds its way with Terapt playing in Seferovic, who plays it with his right foot. Pass Godinho for a 3-0. Another nice goal. This goal I posted on um, Facebook, and I'll, I'll get this on Twitter and on um, Instagram as well. A nice video of this. It's about a 30-second build-up with lot, lots and, I think, 18 passes before Seferovic slides the ball home. Um, Benfica, complete control. All right, I stopped taking notes at this point as the rest of the match was Benfica really controlling. And the, it was, it was uh, Benfica, you know, in full control, like I said, Achieve us with a few chances here and there, but really no, no, uh, no more scares. They would hit the bar one more time, but um, a bunch of substitutions would come in. But the but Benfica would continue to to command the game, and they would continue to be in char- uh, in charge and in control. Um, the match finishes three 0 to Benfica in front of fifteen thousand uh, fifteen thousand six hundred or so at uh, Levi Stadium. A little bit of a disappointing number. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and that's no fault of the Benfica um, supporters at all. I think that's about right. Um, it's a. Uh, I know when ICC scheduled this match, they expected thirty or forty thousand Chivas fans to, to get into this stadium. Of course, the scheduling circumstances probably kept a lot of Chivas fans away. Um, but really, really poor turnout for Chivas in California, in my opinion, uh, given how big of a club they are. So I am putting the small crowd on them and not on the Benfica fans. I think Benfica came out in full force um, for what is what they have there in Northern California and in Western Canada. Um, I think Benfica did a good job drawing. I think they um, they have a lot to be proud of, and I think the team played well and and put these fans sent these fans home happy. Um, I like what I'm seeing from some guys. Raul de Tomas, like I said. Caillou is is interesting to me. I think Caillou is a year or two away from being uh, the player that that we're gonna get him to be. Okay, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be very patient with Caillou Lucas, um, but I think he's really really raw and playing under Lige. And if this team keeps going the way it does, I think he's gonna grow immensely in this team in the next season to 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 two seasons. And I think we're gonna have a good good player in about. 18 to 24 months time, a player that really um, may be on the radar for other European clubs, maybe not, but I think this this is going to be ultimately a very good um, investment by the club in this player because he came at a very low cost, okay? Um, Chiquinho looked, looked decent as well. Like I said, I think Chiquinho is ready to be in this first team. I think Chiquinho is... Uh, is um, very seasoned. He knows the Portuguese league. He had a great season last year. Um, he carried a, a lesser team, obviously, to a great, great season and a great finish. Um, I expect to see quite a bit of Chiquinho this season. 
I think Jota's been playing phenomenal, and the mister talks about it. We'll hear some comments from from Bruno Lage at the end here. Um, we will hear some some comments from him. In fact, let's roll those right now. Okay, here's Bruno Lage after the match. E como disse, estamos muito satisfeitos com, após as três semanas de trabalho, de jogar já com esta, com esta qualidade. Agora temos que, que ir ao encontro da, da intensidade que, que, que nos caracteriza isso. Só, só acontece com jogos e essa, por isso, satisfeito por um lado, por, pela qualidade, em certos momentos no jogo, mas agora sim à procura da, da, melhor, da melhor forma para, para jogarmos a intensidade que, que nos caracteriza. Estamos muito satisfeitos com, com, com o trabalho de toda a gente. Agora, é como lhe disse, são eles que vão, que vão criar essas, essas dinâmicas. Nós temos uma percepção daquilo que vai acontecendo no jogo. Agora vamos analisar o jogo, perceber que tipo de espaço é que cada um procura quando joga, quando joga os dois juntos e, e criar essa, essa, essa dinâmica. Um ou outro período em que estiveram muito bem. O primeiro gol é isso, boa movimentação entre os dois. Num outro momento do jogo em que ambos procuravam os mesmos espaços, mas isso é, é, é normal, é natural nesta fase em que duas pessoas estão a conhecer. Mas uh, muito satisfeito também com, com a prestação do, do Jota, que já, está, já entende, já entende já, uh, o, melhor o nosso jogo e, e por isso muito satisfeito com a prestação dos três homens da frente. Não é criar insegurança em ninguém, nem, 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 nem desconforto. É não deixar as pessoas confortáveis. Isso é um, é um lema de vida meu. Não, eu não gosto de me sentir confortável na minha, na minha posição. É diferente de insegurança e desconfortável. Eu gosto de me deitar e acordar a pensar que tenho que fazer mais e melhor. Porque tenho, tenho gente que compete pelo, pelo meu lugar. É isto que eu quero aos, aos meus jogadores. Criar uma, uma competição saudável entre eles. E assim, da baliza a ponta de lança, nós estamos no, no mercado para trazer competitividade. And that's Brunelage and his thoughts on the team at this point. So let's get back to Jota, as he said. Jota is now a player who's starting much better understands his role this year in the team. And I've noticed he's simplified his play a little bit. He's, he's releasing the ball quicker. He's still got the ability there to dribble when the dribble calls for it. But he um, he's playing well, and he I know he said in one of his post-game interviews, whether he's going to play, you know, on the flank where he's always played, or if he's going to be taking on the role previously held by João Félix and by Jonas as the second forward or the supporting forward. He's shown he can do that as well. I'm excited for this player. Um, he's showing much better than he did at the U-20 World Cup, I must say. Um, he looks fresh, too. Maybe the time off was good for him. Um, he's got some spring in his step. He's very good on the ball. He's got good vision. I think this guy can really be a legitimate star on this team and not just a prospect. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing his evolution this season, his growth as a player. Um, also, Rafa, absolute class again. Um, we're going to hear from Rafa in a minute as when we sign off from this episode. We'll get some words from Rafa before we, we sign off. But... Um, I, I like what I've seen from him. When he comes into the game, he changes it. 
He has the ability to do what very few players in the world can do, and that is to absolutely just break a game with his speed. He can break pressure, and we saw that last year. We saw it at the Dragon. You know, we saw him do it with the national team at, at times also. So I think this guy really, really is a big part of this Benfica team. And I expect to see him in the 11 when it starts for real against Sporting on August the 4th. PZ, another good game as well from him. Um, Seferovic found the back of the net again. And like I said, Raul de Tomas, RGT, finding the back of the net. A lot of guys are are getting some rhythm. This is what you need in these games. These are to gain rhythm. This is not to be broken down tactically or technically. Okay, Nuno Tavares are also getting some good burn. A lot of people are saying to pu are pumping the brakes on expectations on this guy. I think that's okay. Um, I think he's a legitimate second choice at left back, obviously behind Grimaldo. But I can see him being a replacement a year from now should Grimaldo go on to a bigger... Uh, a bigger contract somewhere, but again, every year that you keep these guys, guys like Grimaldo, and we saw it with, we saw it with Luizão, with Jonas, with, with uh, Salvio. Every year that you keep these guys, um, you know, the more chance you're going to keep them longer. As they get older, they're less attractive to foreign teams. And while yes, Benfica needs to sell, Benfica's done really well. Uh, they've performed really well on the business side the last couple of years, so they don't need to sell anybody at this point. Um, Servi, we'll see where he put in some time at left back. That was good to see, showing a little versatility. Maybe he can also be an option if needed at left back. And like I said, I know this guy really divides Benfica Nation, uh, Tarapt. But from a pure footballing standpoint, I'm removing anything he's done or said in the past or anything that anyone else has. Um, he looks fit this year, and he's working hard. So we'll see where that goes. Um, that's really it for this week, okay? Um, like I said, Benfica kicking off in about uh, 18 minutes or so. So I am done here. I'm going to go uh, towel off as the sweat is pouring into my eyes, sitting in my car with the windows up so that you don't hear the traffic and you only hear me. Um, the sun's very hot, and like I said, the air conditioner's busted. Another, It's another reason that made it a little... Um, a little easier to decide to not go to New Jersey today. Um, but I am going to get in. I'm going to watch it on ESPN+. Plus. I'll probably watch it again on BTV later. Um, looking forward to this match. I want to see Benfica score, keep scoring goals. All right, Benfica's better than Fiorentina. There's no reason they shouldn't win this match coming up. And, of course, the big one this Sunday for me and for a lot of us, Gillette Stadium against AC Milan. I have my tickets, ladies and gentlemen. I purchased tickets. I purchased tickets for myself, my father, my sister, my mother, and my niece uh, just a few days ago. So I will be picking them up at Will Call on Sunday in the stadium, okay? Uh, funny thing, Ticketmaster charges like 18 bucks to send me tickets. Um, the other option was Will Call for 4 bucks. I took that because I don't want to put tickets on my phone. I'm, I'm still not... not tech savvy enough i don't have enough trust in that just yet and putting tickets on my phone and just and i don't even know with five tickets am i going to show it five times so i didn't even want to get into that i just selected the will call so when i get to the stadium saturday i will be picking up my tickets and hopefully getting to meet some of you all right i know i'm hoping to to meet up with mario and cynthia from toronto you know from Befic after 90 and as agiage I'm um, hoping to see, I believe Nina's going to be with them. I believe Timo's going to be there. Okay, I'm looking forward to meeting everybody. Hopefully I can find you guys. Hopefully I can get to the stadium early enough to chill with y'all. All right, I hope so. I look forward to meeting everybody. That's it for this week, okay? 
or for tonight, I should say. We got another one coming. I'll do another pod probably Friday into Saturday after this Fiorentina game, reviewing it and getting ready for Sunday's match with Milan. But that's it for now. It is absolutely scorching in here. <laughs> um, so I am going to get out. I'm going to get in the house, and I'm going to go ready to watch uh, Benfica versus Fiorentina. Enjoy the match, everybody. Everybody down there at Red Bull Arena, everyone that made the trip, enjoy the match. Okay, you're probably hearing this after the match, but I hope you've enjoyed your trip. Drive home safely wherever your destination is. Okay, make sure you get home safely. I have to make the little PSA. Do not drink and drive, Benfica says. Do not do it, okay? Um, if you've had too much, hand the keys over or find a spot to take a nap for a little while. Find a rest stop, okay? Do not get behind the wheel if you've had too much. I have to stress that, especially on a weeknight match where people are looking to get out afterwards. Um, I hope that everybody stays safe. Party safe. Força Benfica. Carrega Benfica. Damo 38. Goodbye, everybody. I am the Mr. Mike Agustino. That's at Benfica Mr. on Twitter and at Mr. Benfica on Instagram. I'll see you after the Fiorentina match. Carrega Benfica. Marcador do 2-0. Rafa disse que o Benfica jogou bem e podia mesmo ter marcado mais gols. Foi, foi um bom jogo da nossa parte e conseguimos fazer, fazer três gols. Podíamos, podíamos ter feito mais, estamos a trabalhar para, para evoluir cada dia mais, que é para, para, começarmos, para começarmos a época da melhor maneira. Ficou ali a ideia que os mexicanos estavam para brincadeira e o Rafa sentiu logo essa dureza do, dos adversários no início. E a é que faz também em termos individuais a exibição, a forma como entrou e revolucionou ali o jogo do Benfica. Não, não, não acho que tenha sido isso. Acho que eles estão aqui e também queriam ganhar tanto como nós. Acho que faz parte, faz parte do jogo a dureza do, dos adversários e nós estamos habituados a isso. Em relação ao individual, não, não, não me foco nunca no, no individual. É sempre, sempre bom é olhar para o coletivo e ver que conseguimos, conseguimos melhorar no jogo 2 e é isso que vamos fazer jogo após jogo até, até chegar ao início da época.